2: Welcome to the Leo podcast presented by Big Banter. I'm your host, Michael Bragg. You can follow me on, I deleted it, it's Twitter, I'm just going to call it Twitter, at Braggly, B-R-A-G-G-L-E-Y. Instagram, just put a two on the end of that, and then that's how you're going to find me there, too. Um, I'm here with my co-host, Brandon. You can follow him on Twitter. It's at Brandon Dubich. Brandon spelled traditionally Dubich, D-U-B-I-C-H. What's up, Brando? Uh, ex- Again, hyped
0: up to talk this game because I straight up don't get it. Um, and I'm also not on Instagram, so don't try to find me on there because I'm not. No, no. But I'm a boomer, so you can still find me on
2: Facebook. <laughs> no, but they can't find you on Facebook. Because oh yeah because i chived you're hard I have to find, find on facebook yeah. i am strategically um, try to find me yeah somebody you won't find on facebook that's our producer seth but if you're about ready to not find him on twitter so do it now while you can oh. block him it's at state top five s-e-t-a-h-5 what's up seth
1: i got a dog's 10th birthday we got back to school night or we got back to school
2: tomorrow like oh it's crazy tom yeah dude i went to dicks today to get um just some like t-ball stuff for my kids at uh noon on a tuesday packed packed everywhere just moms and kids everywhere like walking all the way across parking lots and stuff like it's crazy right now hsc going back to school um all right cool real quick before we preview our uh matchup with illinois we'll do some housekeeping stuff at the beginning of the pod um the leo podcast website in store is live now um it's www.podcastleo.com that'll take you to the website stores there i'm sure you guys know how to how to maneuver a website nowadays um first shirt uh, first shirt first sticker rolled out tailgate pickup available you guys can pick it up uh if you purchase you don't have to pay for shipping you just pick it up at the tailgate uh and i'll be at the first four games so I can hand deliver them to you. Um, make sure you guys follow us on Instagram. If you want to follow us on threads, you can. Not a whole lot going on there right now. Instagram, we'll be posting some updates on there as well. We've had a decent influx since the last one, but remember the 100th follower on Instagram wins a free t-shirt. So there you go. Follow us on there. Uh, Patreon's up and live, $5 a month. That's less than a pint a month is what they would say, I guess, in England. Um, 20% discount on merch. So there's your, there's, there it is right there one month you save enough money on one shirt, uh, to take care of that. And then you get a free LEO podcast sticker with that as well. And then, uh, on there we'll have exclusive player interview interviews, our selection pod, our season prediction pod. I'm not sure if we'll do it just Patreon, but we might. Um, and then some other stuff too. We'll do some stuff on there. I wrote some type, some ill shit is what I wrote on there, um, on Patreon. So, look out for that uh and then we've got a new player interview coming up tomorrow i don't know if we should tell him we tell him yeah it's a good one it's a good one i think a guy that'll play on sunday so um cool we'll get right into it do you guys have anything else you want to add here brandon do you want to uh lose your mind on what you just lost your mind on in the group text about 30 minutes ago um i i don't
0: know if i lost my mind but i mean bostad keep bringing the boys from wisconsin right like does does this Drew uh, Ewers Ebers Ebers Drew Ebers is he gonna get any meanif- meaningful time? No, but I mean, you bring in your guys, your culture, your fit. Um, he clearly has been in the Boston system, been at Boston's practice, lasted about two weeks into camp, Evans, and has now Evans. went uh, and now going to to IU. I mean, I think you know. Even if you build up a staple of good walk-ons, people want to go play with their friends. They want to go play with people they know. So it's I. I'm sure it's only a walk-on. Did I lose my mind? I wouldn't say that, but I was excited because again, um, the offensive line is the reason Michael Penix isn't here. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I, Don't said, make it. That face, I said it. I said it's
2: true. It's Michael true. Penix
0: isn't at IU because of the offensive line. Osted is bringing his boys the offensive line that's exciting
2: yes drew evans or not that's exciting there you go um what is his does he start is he in the team now they don't I know that. that out i'm I mean, going figure that out twitter and pigs could not tell me the f- <laughs> never mind uh, yeah. <laughs> all right uh seth anything no all right, his head's down. He's really not excited to talk about this game for some reason, but uh, we'll figure that out here in just Do you second. think it's because is... he's, like, secretly an Illinois fan? No, 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 and, no. And, This is and, not and... the first time you've accused me. No, so he's not. He does go to every, like, Illinois-Purdue game every year. Uh, so you just really hate Purdue. Or really I, hate Illinois, sorry. I think so.
1: My mom's know. twin sister lives in Champaign, also so it was an easy aunt. family trip.
2: Your aunt you could yes. have just said my aunt was in champagne. What did I say? Twin sister Your mom's twin sister. Oh yeah. Sorry. <laughs> uh, it's fine. Um, okay. So cool. Yeah. We're here to talk about the week 11 matchup at Illinois uh, Saturday, November 11th, which is also known. Is that veterans day still technically 11 Is that veterans day, even though it's on a weekend, it doesn't matter. Right. Um, sorry for any veterans listening that I didn't know that, uh, but TV in time TBD still uh, are we going to speculate on that? Ah, I can look it up here real quick. Okay. Game's going to take place in Champaign, Illinois, in the fake ass Memorial Stadium. Um, they stole the Memorial Stadium and they stole Assembly Hall, but they're still not on our level is what will little scrappy said back in the day. So, Brandon, what do you what do you got? Big Ten schedule.
0: All right. Um, kind of a horrible week. <laughs> this <laughs> might be the primetime game. Oh, <laughs> we got Rutgers traveling to Iowa. Ugh. Oh, that's bad. That's noon. We have Good Maryland say. traveling to Nebraska. Oh. I that Fox? Maybe FS1. You the have Foxen? North. Set up. You have Northwestern playing Wisconsin. Ugh,
2: mm, that's FS1 noon.
0: Here's Big Noon. They've already announced it. They've already announced Big Noon. Michigan at Penn State. Okay, of course.
2: that's a good one. That's right. That's the one that should be under the lights on ESPN or CBS or something, mm-hmm. and they got screwed.
0: And then Michigan State, Ohio State all right, is, all right. is the night game. But Ohio- Michigan be State's night be game. terrible. Yeah,
2: right? that'll be like, your night game. That's so a trophy is, game, I think.
0: It is a trophy game, that's why. Um, So this is primed for a 330, like
2: well, FS1
0: 330
2: game. Oh, I was thinking, because we're still with ESPN, right? Is no. ESPN still have any rights with? No, 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 no. What do you mean? No, 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 no. Just because you add CBS doesn't mean you lose ESPN, right? Yeah, or... yeah.
0: It, 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 there is no Big Ten ESPN. It's okay, done. All right, it's done. Okay. No, so no. There you go. Maybe a CBS. I don't know.
2: It's a, this is technically a rivalry game, so we'll see. Just no trophy. This is the
0: main game at three thirty. I think.
2: There you go. So that's CBS. That's
0: like that's like the third best game of the week.
2: That's fine. I'll take it. Um. It's we a bad dominated. week. It's a bad week. though. So it good. is a bad week. Uh, quick history lesson. We have dominated them here of recent. Uh, last meeting was last year at home under the lights. Friday night season opener. Uh, great game. Packed house at Memorial Stadium. The Memorial Stadium. Fantastic finish, obviously, but it was a complete. I have some words. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that word. I can say the the other words, but I'm not sure. I don't know. It was a dick. Or, mm, I said it anyway. <laughs> It was a tickle.
0: It was the, it was the highest part of point of the season.
2: Yes, it was a tickle. It was like, wow, we might actually Baz be really looked good. incredible at that last. So first, what first quarter and then last drive. He looked amazing.
0: 330 yards against that secondary.
2: Oh yeah. Torn three up. tutties. Camper had a big game as well. Over a hundred yards, no touchdown on that game, but he had a huge game. I think DJ was over a hundred yards too. Um, All-time record, though, IU 25, Illinois 45 with two ties thrown in there. As I said, we've dominated as of late. IU has won the last four. I think the last time Illinois beat IU was like 20, I want to say 2010, 2011, 2014, maybe even up to there, but I don't think so. I think 14 was a big blowout win in in Bloomington, if I remember right. But uh, their coach is Brett Bielema. He's in his third season. The last two seasons, he's gone a whopping 13 and 12. So, technically, he's got a winning record. Good for him. Um, schedule talk. Schedule up to IU. This is a tricky schedule for me. And I wrote maybe the toughest schedule we've seen so far. You ready? Here we go. Because Where did we have Toledo in the MAC? Brandon, number one? I don't know. Oh, my God.
0: Let me can, see. can I spoil Dubish Sportsbook a little bit? Yeah. They have... So Toledo's both number game, one. Sorry, they, have, they both are at Illinois. IU has a 20% chance of winning. Mm-hmm. They give Toledo a
2: 19% chance of winning. Wow. So IU would win the MAC. Yes. Right? Okay. <laughs> Odds yes. to win AAC. <laughs> I just want to see where FAU is at. On the odds to win the AAC.
1: Hey, let me fill in some dead air air here for a second. Uh, The last time U of I won was 41-20 in Bloomington,
2: October 8th, 2011. 2011, really bad team. Really bad team. That was the end of Bill Lynch or the very beginning of Kevin Wilson. I think it it was the first game with Kevin Wilson. I remember the game specifically. We had an opening kickoff. Shane Wynn, true freshman opening kickoff. I remember it. Seth's going to look it up just to make sure that I'm right. But um, Okay, so here's their schedule. Toledo at home, who is ranked uh, as the top max school this year. Lines already out. 10. 10. Give
0: me Toledo to cover.
2: Yeah, cover 10. Toledo at Kansas, which is uh, apparently a big matchup. Um, Penn State at home. FAU at home. Ford Atlantic, fourth highest rates to uh, win the AAC. At Purdue, Nebraska, at Maryland, Wisconsin at home. bye week, at Minnesota. I, put I don't my wins see a lot losses. of wins. I, put I don't my wins see a losses. lot of wins. I put them. Are you guys going to go with me? I've yeah, I'm ready it whenever it you now. are. Toledo, I have as a W. Yes, but not a cover. No. At Kansas, I have as a loss. I was a win. Okay. Penn State loss. Yes. Florida Atlantic close W. Yes. Another close win. I'm telling you, at Purdue I have them squeaking it. I got them squeaking it. I got them going against their old coach. Just squeaking it. Me too. And
0: then this is when the slide happens. Yeah. Well, this is when it gets bad.
2: Well, we're gonna. I know where we're gonna have a difference here. You can have can. I'll have Kansas. You can have Maryland. But I've got them beating Nebraska at home. I've got him beating Maryland because we talked about it before, and I took him in that game. Um, I've got him beating Maryland. I've got him losing to Wisconsin. Yep. Bye week and beating yep. Minnesota. I have him losing to Minnesota. Okay, so I've got five wins. Seth has no. I'm sorry. I have six wins. One, two, three, four, I have five, five, six. Six and three. Seth has them three and six. Yep. I have five and four. Wow. Three and six. I don't know. I don't know how good Kansas is supposed to be. But I think they're kind of a decent Kansas team, which means yeah, I haven't met six and six. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. And we'll talk about why we're not sure, because we don't know what their offense is going to look like. So 50,000 foot view, we've moved up a little bit because it makes more sense this way. We waited until the 11th game to talk about it like this or the 10th game. Um, their offense last year, which is totally irrelevant, I think at this point, and I'll tell you why in just a second. Total offense, 72nd uh, points per game, 95th uh, perspective there. IU 99th. So we were right there with them in total points per game. They have a new offensive coordinator. It's a third one in big Brett's seasons with the program. Offensive line returns three starters. Nobody on the preseason Big Ten team. No Chase Brown. Passing game is going to have to take over. They've got a great wide receiver, which we're going to talk about. I don't know where they get any points from. Nope. I don't know. And we'll talk about their quarterback and everything else here in just a second. Now, their defense, different story. Different story. Uh, total defense, third in the country last year, just over 270 yards per game, which is crazy. And points per game, they were number one, giving up 12.77. IU scored 23. So almost doubled it last year. New defensive coordinator again, as a previous clown has moved on to Purdue to take a job where he's completely underqualified. Um, New, the new defensive coordinator is Aaron Hen- Henry. I think he was their secondaries coach uh, last year, which is a I mean, heck of a, a glow-up and a big move for him to have a couple guys go to the NFL, I think, pretty early. One first-round draft pick, right? Uh, which Seth loved Witherspoon, who got absolutely demolished it against IU. Um, four, uh, front four super loaded with NFL talent, which we'll talk about here in just a minute. Um, and then... I'm trying to think. Oh, in the game against IU last year, that front four held IU to a whopping 1.2 yards per carry. Um, and the secondary isn't nearly as what it was anymore. I mean, the safety's gone. You've got your top corner gone. Uh, well, you both safety, Seth, is that right? Top two corners and top, top two safety. corners and top safety are gone. This is a completely different team. Like every yeah. Illinois
0: stat, you can just crumble up and
2: throw I think away. outside of maybe outside of the front. I would say you could just throw everything else away and they're not going to be the same task defense that they were last year. Um, okay. Let's get into it. Offensively key players. We always talk about the quarterback. Uh, Brandon, why don't you talk about this guy? Cause you had quite a bit to say about him beforehand.
0: So you've, we've all seen quarterback rankings. We've all seen transfer news. This guy's getting a lot of buzz and I don't know why I have absolutely no clue. Luke, Altmeyer, 6'2", 200 pounds from Starkville, Mississippi. Seth does tell me he's pretty highly ranked. Let me tell you what his highest yards thrown. 90 yards. Let me tell you the most completions he's had in a game. Six. Let me tell you his highest QBR. Six. 66 when he went one for two for 13 yards, (laughs) but Brandon, maybe he can get out and run four carries three yards, 0.8 yards, but Brandon, maybe he has a big arm. You say not that either under 10 yards, a pass doesn't have a big arm, not super accurate. Isn't a runner hasn't done anything.
2: I mean that's in a that's in a uh, Lane Kiffin offense too, which is a, a very pass happy offense there in old Miss, and and got nothing in the time that he did get. Now there is a guy behind him that's not going to make anybody shake in their boots. Is that the right saying? Shaking their boots. Yeah, uh, Ball State transfer John Paddock, who does have some experience and much better much better stats, uh, but not anything that's going to jump off the the page. Sixty percent completion percentage. Uh, a smidge over 2,700 yards, 18 touchdowns, and 14 interceptions in the MAC. Early
0: year. brandos, randos. There it is. And this is to Seth only. Uh-oh. Because you're you're the only unbiased, uh, the least biased one here. You get a pick to start game one. Luke Altmaier, Taven Jackson. Who are you
2: taking? Oh, that's easy. This is harder than I would expect. Oh, it's not that easy.
1: Uh, I would have said two months ago that it was Altmaier hands down. Um, I don't think there's a. I don't why because that's what the star people want me to think. That's what all the Twitter people tell exactly. me. No, You're you right. Altmeier and, has gotten so much offseason and
0: love. And all I don't these get it.
1: prognosticators are banking all of these six to eight win Illinois predictions mm-hmm. on this Altmeyer being the real deal. I haven't seen a bit of it. And I've watched every single SEC game they put on TV because, <laughs> you know, why wouldn't you? Um, There's nothing there. But no. he may have developed into something awesome. I have no idea. I just don't think day one he's he's the guy. And if I'm the coach, I'm starting John Paddock week one and trying to work Luke Altmeyer in over the course of the season. I'm not anointing him day one starter. But I don't know. I'm probably the minority on that. So you're going Altmaier? No, I'm saying it's a toss-up at this point. I, I would upset. say you're. I would say in an upset, it's a toss-up.
2: What an upset that is. Holy cow.
0: I mean, the reason I'm giving the edge is Taven is the better athlete. We've seen that. There is tape. There is tape out there of Taven, like literally breaking outside the pocket and making plays. There's at least that.
2: Yeah. There's I've seen him factor. throw the ball. I've seen him throw the ball well and deep. I've seen it in person, not on a video. In so, person
0: we just keep covering we keep covering these teams and like coming into the year, I was like man big 10's got a lot of good quarterbacks no <laughs> no not it's not true
2: no and we don't even have to talk about minnesota because i can not even tell you what that guy's name is and he's getting more hype than i think anybody else in the big 10 and it's crazy never heard of the guy um but it's irrelevant let's Moving go
0: on. talk let's a good player let's talk a guy that i am a little nervous about
2: well seth seth wants to talk about their running backs i think i don't think sure. that there's nearly the production he can, he he can
0: give uh list. reggie love stats um which are almost as bad if not worse than um than altmeyers um uh, but i don't know anything about this other guy he mentioned
2: yeah. so if he's you, just if, worried if, about big beef in the background or in the backfield with their second and third string running backs
1: yeah all right so they got josh mccray who is 6'1 235 and runs with every pound we saw Uh, him last year yeah no two years ago uh yeah you saw him a little bit last year that's right uh two years ago he put up 549 yards as a freshman 142 of that was at penn state and 156 of that was at Purdue. So between those two games, he had almost 300 of his 550 yards. Um, he's the kind of guy who runs behind his pads and he needs kind of a complimentary back, like love to go with him. Uh, but if he's back, he was hurt all of last year. But if he's back, he's trouble.
2: Well, he should be back, right? I don't but know. But like back to full gotcha. strength. Gotcha. All right, well, let's talk about wide receiver Isaiah Williams. Uh, you guys might remember that name from last year. He's a first-team preseason All Big Ten this year. He uh, pre- made one of the Big Ten season or one of the Big Ten teams last year, but he led the team in receptions, yards, and touchdowns last year with a bad quarterback. Who was it? De- Devito.
0: I mean, Devito, um, Syracuse
2: transfer who actually put together uh, a decent season, believe, a decent believe it or season not. yeah. but he did not look good against IU uh, as, as far as being a, like a good quarterback, but good big 10 quarterback uh, 2022. We had 82 catches, 715 yards, five touchdowns. A lot of that came against IU nine catches, 112 yards and a touchdown against the Hoosiers. Um, the guy was explosive. He didn't have a huge catch. I think his biggest catch was like 20 yards or something like that off the top of my head. Um, but he looks good with the ball in his hands. He's a former quarterback. Uh, I think it's what I read somewhere. He, he's a good playmaker. He'll be playing on Sundays for sure. Um, let's talk about some guys that are, are like first-round draft pick talent um, in the middle on their defense. Uh, is it Jershawn? Is that how you say his name? Jershawn Newton, defensive tackle. He's big, right? Big dude, 6'2", 295, first-team preseason All-American and preseason All-Big Ten, Second team All-American last year, first team All-Big Ten last year. He led the team from the defensive tackle position in tackles for loss with 14 and sacks with five and a half. How many defensive tackles lead the team in, in sacks? Not very often, right? Usually defensive end, obviously that's the number one thing you're going to point at, and then, or maybe, maybe an outside linebacker every now and then. He's got a buddy right next to him. And when I said Jershon was big, Keith Randall, bigger dude, Six, five, 305, 13 preseason, all American this year, 13 preseason or 13, all big 10 last year. Did I say all American preseason, big 10, uh, third team, all big 10 last year, first on PFF for whatever that's worth. Uh, he was second on the tackles with, with tackles for uh, second on the team with tackles for loss and sacks. So all of their production, defensively coming right up the middle with two dudes that combined weigh 700 pounds 600 pounds (laughs) 600 pounds just 600 pounds of meat right in the middle of their line um and should be playing on sundays for sure do you guys want to add anything to that or do you just want to keep on moving so
0: i uh, i just want to add real quick um before you jump into their linebacker, uh, they have Tariq Barnes as well. Uh, College mm-hmm. Football News actually has him as their fourth best player um, right right before Seth Coleman, um, who you're about to talk about.
2: Yeah, Seth Coleman, young, young kid, um, outside linebacker, defensive end, whatever you want to call it. He'll stand up on the edge of the line. Uh, third team preseason, all Big Ten player. Uh, last year, 45 tackles, four and a half sacks. He was tied with Randolph for second on that. And then six pass breakups really stood out to me from that position. Um, another guy that is young, he's a freshman All-American. Uh, last year, Gabe Jakus at linebacker, 35 tackles, five tackles for a loss, four sacks, 15 quarterback hits from the Jeez. linebacker position, which was tied for the most um, among freshmen in the country. And then the one guy that hung around, right, Seth, Uh, Tavon Nicholson at corner, third team preseason, all big 10, nothing stood out here. Um, You know, a good corner is really not going to have giant stats. So 19 tackles, one tackle for loss, one pick, six pass breakups, um, which then if you go back and look at Seth Coleman, he also had six pass breakups. um, And then this guy had a forced fumble. So, um, He was not the standout. I think he was kind of underneath the radar uh behind those other guys last year, but he's a, he's a good solid corner. Um Anything else you guys want to add there that maybe I would, may have missed key player wise.
0: Uh I mean, we always talk about key players, but Seth, do you want to talk about what they lost real quick?
1: Because we had to hear about it every Saturday for three months. Yeah. Well, I mean, they, Like I said, they they lost their top three defensive backs from last year. Uh, Devon Witherspoon, Sidney Brown, who was uh, Chase Brown's brother. I'm blanking on the third guy. Um, But all three of them were drafted in the top three rounds, I believe, or top five. I I took terrible notes on this. Uh, But definitely pro talents. And Witherspoon was top five or top seven. Um, So they are replacing a lot of talent. And that's the reason why (laughs) – as you put it, the clown coach at Purdue um, has his job, quite frankly. So um, if you're going to make a, uh, to steal a phrase that was used earlier, a glow up, uh, those are three guys to base a glow up off of. Uh, So it's it's interesting to see if Nicholson could be exposed now that he's kind of the lead guy and he could kind of blend in before. Uh, But it's, I mean, they got a lot to make up for.
2: Easy to play Robin, hard to play Batman. Oh, I like that. I don't think I've ever heard that one before. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, cool. We're good then. Let's move on to key matchups. We can make this pretty short and sweet. I'm assuming we all probably have about the same thing. Um, I started with probably the most obvious one that I've done so far. Of any of these previews. It's our offensive line against the two big guys on the inside. Really their entire defensive line, actually. But um, yeah, I mean, that's that, it's self-explanatory. We have to do something. We are going to have to run the ball. If you do that, it's going to have to be outside. You're not getting anything up the middle, I'm assuming. Um, so, yes, disagree. That's what Ooh.
0: Disagree. Okay. How did we beat them last year, Michael? We threw the ball. Threw the ball. So, my key matchup. Now, again, this is key matchup. This, uh, this isn't the most important matchup. I don't know if this will match up the game, but I think it's pretty key. Is IU wide receivers versus their DBs. Now, it's the 11th game of the year. So, these... Inexperienced DBs will certainly be experienced, um, but there's guys that will take the field on November 11 that has beat them. Cam Camper, Donovan McCulley. there's people that will be in that huddle that have beat them. I think you, you aren't going to beat them in a run game. If this is a runoff, they are going to win this game. You're going to have to find other ways to beat them Cause it won't be three yards and a cloud of dirt. I just, you, you're, you can't beat Brett Bielema at that game. You just can't, I don't care, you know, how inexperienced or unknown their running backs are. Um, I think they have two often or NFL offensive linemen. Um, it's a Brett Bielema scheme. Um, and I think they're going to find out that they don't have a quarterback and their way to win is to run the ball. So, I think what we have to do is throw the ball. So, our wide receivers are going to have to make plays. They're going to have to make plays downfield, in the middle of the field, and on the edges.
2: Yeah, that's my my other one. Yeah. When I (laughs) said, when I said we're going to have to run the ball, I mean, we're going to, we're just going to, we're going to have to do something. The 1.2. I mean, honestly, if you go back and watch that game last year, there was a pass from. They did a, a running back pass. It was like the first play of the game. Chase Brown, and he missed a wide open. I think it was Isaiah Williams. Wide open, overthrew him in the end zone. I mean, that's four more points for them. I think they missed on a drop on a long ball as well against our defense. I mean, there were some things that you had to do, but we made the plays when it mattered down the at the end. But you're you're not going to win this game again on the road with 1.2 yards per carry. So something's got to happen. That's all I meant by that. A hundred percent. We're going to have to pass the ball. Taven's going to have to throw the ball a lot. Um, What do you got, Seth?
1: Yeah. I'll just echo what you said already. It's the offensive line of IU against the defensive line of Illinois. That's a, that's a no brainer. And then I had the same thing that Brandon said. It's the other secondary besides Nicholson are four sophomores, two transfers and two true sophomores. It's not, not to say they won't be good by week 11, um, but on paper, they're replacing a whole hell of a lot of talent. And uh, Mm -hmm. if you can exploit them with camper, with other uh, talent on the, on the outside, that seems to be a winning formula. Yeah. I got,
0: I got one more matchup um, and it's win the first quarter. Okay. Stat of the weird, right? (laughs) Last year, Illinois outscored their opponent. 82, 32 and won every game that they were leading in the first quarter. What was the end? What was the end of the first quarter score against us?
2: Seven, three, Illinois,
0: seven, three. So I guess my stat was
2: wrong. <laughs> college football news is
0: incorrect. Then um, I'm reading it right from college football news.com. Let me
2: double check. Cause I just, I mean, yeah, it was I Illinois. thought it was three, nothing. Seven. I thought it was three, nothing.
0: No end of the first um,
2: quarter, we were up three, nothing. And then they scored. 622 left in the first quarter. And we didn't score again. No, we scored on the like our first possession of the second quarter on the 52 yard pass to Matthews across the middle. Gotcha. Well, college football news, edit yourself better. Um,
0: (laughs) also, another one is
2: or just just Google or something like have an editor that Googles or something would be nice. College football,
0: um, also rushing yards per game, they they averaged 166. Yet when they ran for 99 or less, they lost. So easier said than done. Brett Bulima runs a freaking ball. But if you hold, if you can win the first quarter and hold them under 100, that's how you beat Illinois. It's
2: just, yeah. Nice. yeah. And they ran for just real quick against IU last year, somewhere in the 200s uh 216 chase brown 199 on 36 carries so i mean they pounded the football last year devito not great i mean 21 to 35 232 two touchdowns and a pick so um yeah 100 percent. so let's get into dubich sportsbook there we go um name, this right? was
0: a little weird because like if you remember we've been talking basically all college football playoff teams for for past couple of weeks or at least what the the sports books are thinking so um Illinois Vegas thinks they're going to be average yeah um so th- this was not too much of an exciting one so I'm going to kind of blow through this um Illinois plus 3000 to win the Big 10 100% not going to happen the only interesting part is they have them as the sixth best odds of all the Big 10 better that they have they have Maryland um as worse odds which makes sense for the Big 10 East um and then they have uh Wisconsin and Iowa as the better teams in the Big 10 West. So they have they have Illinois as the third best team. I think that's wrong. Yeah. Um again to keep with they have uh Illinois at plus 550 to win the Big 10 West. Mm-hmm. Um don't think that happens. Um and they're over under at six and a half. Um, I had them at six and six. So Vegas literally thinks this is going to be a boring, blah, average team. And that couldn't be more accurate, I think.
2: Yeah. Uh, you talked about talking about a bunch of like major big time uh, competition in the last few weeks. Just looking at top schedules which just came out what this week, right? because they just kind of released some yep. of the the polls i u sixteen in the country. Um, let me give you some other highlights out of this real quick. Uh, Minnesota seven, because they've got some games, they've got North Carolina That's the only one that really stands out. Um, Purdue, number five in the country. Five, Ugh, fifth in the country it's a rough one i don't see i mean they've got crossover games with michigan and ohio state welcome to the big 10 east um and they're overvaluing the road game at virginia tech yeah yeah they are and and i think that they're putting syracuse. a lot of stock into syracuse at and home fresno state and fresno, was fresno ranked state last year. yeah uh this is a shocker number three mel tucker's michigan state spartans who play Washington, Richmond, and Central Michigan at home in their non conference. Their crossover games are Nebraska and Minnesota and Iowa.
0: You know what? You know what, Michael? Real quick. Yeah. I just Googled because uh, 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 even though they just messed up and made me sound dumb, college football news put out one through one hundred or, wow, my gosh, one through 133, mm-hmm. easiest to hardest. You and I are going to be gambling on Toledo fourth easiest schedule in the entire country
1: they're a good team guys they have a
0: good team and they have the 130th hardest schedule in the country
1: yes. i'm in trouble if they're playing weeknight games
2: rockets so on tuesday night <laughs> absolutely slam toledo yeah. all year is it toledo that wears like the weird pink jerseys is that them that wears like the weird, not pink jerseys, but it's like a Navy blue and they'll wear the pink. It's one of those Mac schools that's Navy blue. Maybe it's Kent state. It might be them or Akron. One of the, one of those three teams that's Navy blue. They will wear Man, a, I think,
0: I think, I think us three jersey. are going to be following a lot of rocket football. this a year. A lot
2: of rocket <laughs> football, uh, Toledo pink uniforms. I'm looking this up because he's like, no, I'm not. I'm not stopping until we do this.
0: Nah. I'm trying to find what the the There it is right there the dude. easiest two lane 74th hardest. So
2: yeah, I found it. Right Can you name like the easiest
0: power five?
2: Easiest power five.
0: Uh we'll say power four. Um school. There's no way you'll get this they're 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 back to back and they're both in a conference that's dying
2: oh oregon state no no utah boston
0: college and syracuse sixty eighth and 69th hardest I
2: guess boston college i guess the pac-10 isn't dying easiest in
0: the big 10 do you know the easiest in the big 10
2: maryland luke fickle and the wisconsin badgers really
0: easiest schedule Okay. In the Big Ten, followed by Penn State and Michigan and then Maryland.
2: Penn State's winning the Big Ten. We've already talked about that, but they're winning the big ten. It's fine. Uh do you have anything else? Nope. Brando's Brando's bets. I think is what we should call it. There we go. Brand, I don't know. I, I can't get dubitch sportsbook. it's hard for me to do that. I don't know why. It's a lot uh, of
0: it's a lot of uh, synonyms or not synonyms,
2: consonants. Yeah, what something? I no, don't know. what is that? Where it's uh, oh, never mind, we're all off our cage. What is it can. when you go like Brandon? What yeah. is that? Syllables, syllables, yeah, do sports book. It's only four, it's a lot, it's only though. four total. Brandon's bets is three, it's less. Yeah, did you hear did this? I still do this at 36 years old. I <laughs> the syllable, Michael, there's two, <laughs> Seth hooked on phonics <laughs> works kids <laughs> <laughs> does it i never used it i think i asked my parents for it once but i still can't read so it's fine uh let's get into our promotion it's monon track club you guys already know it's india's running brand built in people for sport who's saint uh they craft products tell stories create experiences aim celebrate support added india's running culture check out their website for cool things on their club runs and they're sick gear from shirts to hoodies and koozies. Thank you to our listeners. They're offering 10% off your order. Use promo code LEO10 at checkout. Um, yeah, you know what? Why don't you if you guys order something from them? Show me your receipt. I'll give you a sticker. How about that? We'll do some cool things like that. We'll work with them. Um, help them out. LEO10 at checkout. Uh Brandos. Randos, what's up? All right. Again, I don't
0: have many here. Uh, because it was just really hard uh, to get motivated for uh, a very vanilla, a very Kirk cousins, like Illinois, uh, Illinois football team. Um, Champaign is equivalent to what college town? Ooh.
2: I've only, I've only been there at night. Um is equivalent to what you, West Lafayette? Yeah, it is so
1: generic and it, plain. That
0: just that's it's a lot of brick,
1: right? There's a lot of yes, brick yeah, a lot of red brick, a lot of red brick. I've yeah. had a lot of fun at the Canopy Club, but I'm guessing that, it's yes.
0: similar to Manhattan, Kansas. Oh no, yeah, that's got to be I could awful, see right?
1: Or Columbia, Columbia, Missouri. Missouri? That,
2: that'd be. There you go. And They, they do hate each other. Those versus. two. Yeah. What about like,
1: Lubbock, yeah. Texas? Ooh. Ooh, I love Lubbock.
2: Western no, Texas? West Texas. It's a little too.
1: It's a little too cowboy, though. West Texas football.
2: <laughs> that was a good Texas accent. It wasn't, it wasn't I awful. think. I don't know.
0: Because it's like it's not a city, but it's not a college town, but it's like. Eh. Like, why would you? No one's going to Illinois because of Champaign, right? Like, okay, so some people are going to Georgia Tech because of Atlanta, some people are going to Penn State because of Happy Valley. Like, there is
1: zero draw to Champaign, Illinois. Okay, you've still this is one of my sad questions is I had a cousin who grew up in Champaign, I went there all the time. It doesn't make any sense if you could etch a sketch University of Illinois and put it in a different town in Illinois, where would it go? Where is where is U of I? Where does it make sense? Chicago.
0: Rockford, Peoria.
2: Rockford's right Ooh, up there west like Chicago Peoria. anyway, right? Peoria. Peoria's nice. Is Peoria the one you drive through on 74? No. I, uh, on your that, way out through there. Like if I was going to Iowa, would I drive through Peoria? I'll have to look yes. Like, yes. Yes. Yes, you would. Yeah, that's a decent little city. I think what's uh, Bradley Bradley's there. there. Yes. Yes. Cause you see signs for Bradley as you're driving through there. Yeah. University Um, drive. Yeah. I think what
1: Illinois state is Bloomington of course, which is weird. That'd be the ultimate. Illinois thing to do is put yeah. assembly just in another thing. Memorial Stadium in so Bloomington,
2: Illinois. <laughs> t- technically, technically, the University of Illinois is called the University of Illinois or Banish or champagne, I think, right?
1: Yeah, they switched it recently. It used to be Champaign or Yeah, they've so had like an identity it's, crisis.
2: It's UIUC. Yeah. Yeah. They just so- keep trying to get as close to IU as they can.
0: So the, the I got this next question is one A and one B because I Seth will know immediately where I'm going with this. Does Brett Bielema ever leave Illinois to go someplace else? Mm.
2: Probably. I think if he
1: can go back to the SEC, he goes to the SEC. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, that's the but... only. He can't, there's not a Big Ten school that would have him. That's bigger than Illinois. Right?
2: What about Big Twelve? Like, what if there was a oh, team oh, like
1: no. Iowa? Iowa. I will Didn't they, he, like go player. to Iowa. Or when Drinkwitz like, gets fired coach, at Missouri, like, look, he goes to Missouri.
0: Look. He goes okay. to Missouri after Drinkwitz gets fired because he's trash.
1: <laughs> really, Missouri? I that doesn't. But they're rivals. Does that play any? He doesn't care about Illinois. So he Brett played, at, he has played an Iowa at Iowa. Tattoo. He, he played has an at Iowa, Iowa tattoo.
2: played at Iowa. <laughs> he was That's a. the first uh, thing that
1: pops up does Brett Billima have an Iowa tattoo? Yeah.
2: yeah, he played at Iowa. He was a nose guard at Iowa. He coached yeah, at Iowa. He's gone with Ference. He also yeah. coached at Kansas State. He was a defensive coordinator at Kansas State. Hmm. I can Kansas see that would makes it interesting. Sense. Kansas okay. State's interesting. Okay, I so think, I think, I think the
0: consensus is he leaves.
2: What about the NFL? What if he does well enough? He goes back to the NFL. No
0: chance. Yeah, there's, he didn't got the juice. He right? has like, no upside. So.
2: You yeah. guys, he's been to the. He's been in the NFL. Did you not nope. know this? no upside he was with the patriots as a consultant to the head coach he was a defensive mm-hmm. line coach and an outside linebackers coach with the giants
0: you've got no juice nobody's okay. nobody's excited i didn't know if they would grab illinois. him
2: as a defensive coordinator or something or nobody or wants what, to but, see him okay. in a press
0: conference so so we're, we're agreeing that <laughs> we're agreeing that he would leave yeah yeah right he's not tie so illinois, what's a yeah. better job the purdue
2: job or the illinois job there's more exactly more money at illinois right that's my only thing. He's getting paid six million dollars. Just so you
0: know, I think you're right. I think I think there's definitely more money at Illinois. There's a bigger but bat. Backing, I think the coaching maybe? tree at Purdue might be a little bit better.
2: I don't know, man. Daryl Hazel, <laughs> he, he was one like bat. Bad- <clears throat> he was like the Auburn guy to the tree. He did the Auburn thing to the Alabama tree or the Alabama guy to the Auburn tree, whatever that was. Yeah. He burned that tree in the ground.
0: <laughs> I honestly don't know this answer. I, it, it it's probably the toughest brand. Over, like normally I ask these questions and I'm like itching to answer. I genuinely don't know the answer.
2: I don't know either. I'm just thinking this, state school, right? Number one school in the state. That's gotta be the better job, right? just has to be does it have a bigger following are there is there no bigger than Purdue? no no that's
0: a basketball school
2: okay i don't i don't claim them as a basketball school i, I see them as kind of an equal school Hmm. it's because they're freaking it is bread. tough it is tough so if you're they're... asking which job is better correct i would say it's probably better to be like as far as like football stuff goes at purdue but i think there's more money and probably a better athletic backing at illinois than there is at purdue i I agree with the
0: money i don't agree with the history and kind of and not that purdue has an amazing history and an amazing cachet it's just
1: more than illinois (laughs) Right, I was gonna say, what's the? This might backfire on me, but what's the last Illinois coach that left and went to do something else? Was it Zook?
2: Did he Ugh. do something else?
1: Oh yeah, he went to Florida and just floundered miserably in the swamp.
2: Yeah, yeah. Did, that, did he ride no, the juice? No, it wasn't Williams that. Back, it was
1: backwards, didn't he? He, he went from the swamp from to Illinois. He, that That's was why his, I said it with a question mark.
2: Because he may have pooped out, Ron yeah. Zook, and he then pooped Big out again Network at Illinois. So, last little
1: fun fact. Do you guys know when the oh, last time Lovey Illinois... Smith to the Texans does not count, by the way? That's, that's bogus.
2: Oh, yeah, Lovey Smith. Let me see
0: if I can find because I don't know if this was on Athlon Sports or if this was on college football news. But when's the last time Illinois has had a back to back winning season?
2: Oh, that's a good question.
1: 2006 and seven.
2: 2006, seven. Yeah, that's what I would have said. Somewhere in yep. there.
1: Yep. 15 years. With Juice. Is that the last time they had a Juice Williams?
0: 15 years. What did they have last year? Six and six. Winning season. History would suggest they will not have a winning season this year. So, yeah. Buy those unders. Six and a half wins, under, under,
1: under. Like it, cool. That's all I got. Is that it,
2: Seth. Sack. All
1: right. I already busted one of my sacks. Um, I have a fun fact. I don't know how fun this is. Uh, we already mentioned John Paddock from. Uh, he went. He's from Michigan, but attended Ball State. Indiana tie there. The other, the only other Indiana tie that I could find, Hunter Whiteknack, an offensive tackle, 345 and forty five pound big boy sophomore. Out of New Carlisle, Indiana, New Prairie High School, Brandon. Yeah. I, I assume you're vital to this guy's development. Uh, I, I was not, uh, but his dad was my brother's wrestling coach.
2: Oh, look at that! So, there we Six, go. Six seven
1: three forty five. That's that's a whole lot of man. It's a big dude. Yes. Um, and the other question I had is: you guys teased this a little bit earlier. Is Illinois? I use. Number two, Big Ten rival.
2: Mm, Michigan State, I would say, is number two. I'd go Illinois. Wait, oh, no, there's no way. How could they can't be? We have a trophy so I'm, with Michigan
0: State. I'm a little biased. So my wife is from Chicago. My fraternity was probably 75% Chicago kids. They hate Illinois. Their friends went there. Their family went there. Either they didn't decide to go there for some reason. They my entire tenure at Indiana University was just absolutely dogging Illinois and generally a good time because there's really no real reason um, to be excited. Uh, Even they throw a party every spring called unofficial um and little five hundred just absolutely stomps it. Um, so IU is IU. Uh, I I think I think that rivalry is real. I think it's more real in basketball than it is in football. That's so I, I was, guess yeah. That's so I guess thinking. to Michael's point, like if you want to look at a football rivalry, sure. Um the the Michigan State IU games have actually been really fun really close um but yeah that's that's a tough one
2: yeah it's a tough one i think it's michigan state i think in football michigan state yeah and in basketball i would i think i would agree with you on on illinois uh i'm just so scared of they're still salty about eric gordon
0: they're still like if you get on twitter every iu uh illinois basketball game they are still talking about eric gordon of course
2: Rent-free. We live rent-free in so many be- different people's heads. It's nuts. It is we go with people with so much rent. It's not even funny. So just
0: they're because IU fans are, and I'm gonna say this again biasedly, like they're the Pittsburgh Steeler fans. They're they're arrogant for almost no reason, but they're still it's so, like they're easy to hate. They're easy to hate. Um so like we don't care about Illinois, but Illinois cares a lot about us because. We kind of don't ever shut up, and that's why I love the Hoosiers.
2: You know what I was going to call us? The Steelers. Dallas Cowboy fans, as far as the basketball fans go, because they haven't won anything in about as long as the Cowboys have won anything, and we still claim to be a blue-blood team and act like it. So there you go. That's fine. You always have to tie in the Steelers somehow. and I'll just let you have it. It's been a while. I've I've done well. Like too pods. long. Like two pods. Can you pick um, Anthony Richardson looks really good in camp. But um, be sure to check out the pod on Twitter, Instagram, threads. It's all at PodcastLEO everywhere you go. Check out the new website, Uh, Be sure to check out the our new partner, Big Banter Sports, at Big Banter Sports on all of the platforms. Um, they just launched the new website for them as well at, at uh, BigBanterSports.com. Uh, for all the latest updates involving our podcast, as well as the other 13 crappy football teams in the conference, uh, be sure to download, rate, review, follow on all of our platforms, and join us next week as we preview Mel Tucker and them boys at Michigan State. Oh, I can't wait for that one. That's it. That's it. That's the last home game of the game of the uh, of the season. So until then, Elio, Elio,
0: Elio.